a genius. But here's the part that you may find more interesting. So are you. And if you don't believe it now, you will by the time you reach the end of this program. In the 12 sessions that follow, you're going to learn what the word genius really means, what it doesn't mean, and how you can tap into the power of the greatest minds of all time to make practical improvements in the most important areas of your life. I want to emphasize the word practical because one of the myths that I want to dispel is the idea that a genius is somebody whose head is up in the clouds all the time. I'll have more to say about that later in this session. Right now, let's talk for a moment about how this program came into being. Throughout my career as a writer and speaker, I've focused on defining the essential characteristics of high-achieving, successful men and women. And often the best way to do this has been through an inductive approach. In my Nightingale Conant program, The Ten Qualities of Charismatic People, I looked at specific individuals who were clearly outstanding leaders and achievers. Then I asked, what defines these people? What qualities do they share? And in what ways are they different? In other words, the program moved from specific focus on individuals to a broader look at the many ways charisma expresses itself. I used a similar approach to create this program. I began by making a simple list of names based on a single question. Who were the greatest geniuses of all time in any field? I asked myself that question, and I also asked a great many other people for their thoughts. Out of this came a list of names that will be very important in the sessions that follow. Many of the names will be familiar to you, and some less so. But the overall purpose is to show how the qualities that make these people geniuses are actually present within yourself. If only you learn to recognize, access, and develop those capabilities. You'll see how, in 10 different areas of your life, you can tap into the same powers that define the greatest minds of all time in their respective fields. By doing so, you can definitely revolutionize your life. And who knows? Like the geniuses we'll be discussing, you might even bring about revolutionary change in the larger world as well. Have you ever heard of William James Sidis? Perhaps not, but everyone who knew him at Harvard University and afterward considered him to be the smartest person in the world and perhaps the smartest person who had ever lived. Just to show you that God has a sense of humor, Bill Sidis was born on April Fool's Day in the year 1898. It was not long afterward that IQ tests began to become accepted, and Bill's was estimated at 250 to 300. While still in his crib, he learned the alphabet from blocks dangling above him, and he spoke his first word at six months old. Things moved rapidly from there. He started reading the New York Times at 18 months old. He started typing at three, learned Greek at four, Russian, French, German, Hebrew, Turkish, and Armenian by seven years old. The same year, he passed the entrance exam to MIT. Choosing to enter Harvard instead, he was deferred until the age of 11, 
and graduated cum laude at age 16. That was a long time ago, and William James Sidis may have been in a class by himself. He knew 200 languages, after all, and he could learn a language in just a single day. But there are still some very bright people around, and it's fun to think about them. So let's meet one more. Recently, a story in the New York Times described a typical day in the life of a rather atypical college student. She's a senior studying physics, biology, and mathematics, and she gets straight A's in all her courses. This is impressive, of course, but it's a description that could apply to a lot of bright, motivated students across the country. The difference is that this college senior is only 13 years old. She started reading when she was eight months old, and by age five, she had finished the entire reading curriculum.